Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio. Reporting from the basement of the Dairy Civic Center, this is CM Alexander with the news. Ho, 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 listeners. A reminder to all the children of Dairy that tonight, Santa is on his way. But don't be afraid. He's making a list, checking it twice. He's going to find out. He's going to find out. He's going to find out. You're listening to Dairy Public Radio. This is Dairy Public Radio. <laughs> I specifically did not remind you that you bring this in because you forget every single year. Every single year, I'm I'm so confident <laughs> that, that you're wrong, <laughs> and I have to take a minute to think. No, he doesn't. No way. <laughs> all right, welcome back to Dairy Public Radio. Is this the intro? Is that all the <laughs> intro? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you kind of just roll there, into it. Yeah, yeah. You just want to, right, I love yeah. this energy. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio, a bi-weekly Stephen King book club podcast. I am one of your hosts, CM Alexander, alongside Joshua Khan. Hey, everybody. And Benjamin Graham. Happy holidays, constant readers. And if that intro didn't tell you everything you need to know, <laughs> then I am here to let you know that we are back with another of one of our favorite episodes, Merry Dairy Christmas. And we have Josh cheating, leading the discussion. <laughs> Go for it, Josh. <laughs> it's that time of year again. I love Merry Dairy Christmas. I am excited for it all year. What makes me even happier is that our listeners are also excited for it all year because I start getting question submissions as early as June. I have to tell Michelle, if you're listening, <laughs> I didn't look at any of the emails. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> For those of you who may be listening to your first Merry Dairy Christmas, first off, I encourage you to go to listen to the others. But this is Goofs. It's a Goof episode. Classic Goofs. We're going to play some games. I've got some questions, some Would You Rathers, some Merry Fuck Kills, all, all in good fun. And we are going to, unless the question opens it up to anything, we are going to be answering based off the books we've covered this past year, which, to recap, this year has been Dolores Claiborne, The Gunslinger, The Talisman, The Shining, Insomnia, Lisey's Story, and The Mist. Good crop this year, guys. Yeah. A lot of big books if this you, year. If you would have asked me before we sat down to record this... Hey, when did we read Dolores Claiborne? <laughs> I would have said five years ago. It does feel like longer. It's it it's been a year, guys. <laughs> it's been a long, <laughs> been a long 2022's been one. But we are going to celebrate all of that craziness we experienced. And there's a very um, there's I'm really, really happy with though this crop of books for one very stupid joke that we'll get to. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Build dropped. it up. Yeah. All right. De- definitely. Yes. Build it up so there's no possible way. I guarantee, even though I've told you, it's going to go off like gangbusters. You know how my brain works. I'm going to forget we had this conversation as soon as I'm done talking. Let's get to the first game of every year of Merry Dairy Christmas. We're drawing our three. So draw mm. your three out of this crop of books for your trip to the Dark Tower. Who wants to go first? I'll go first because you're both looking at me. (laughs) Wow, this is going to be so knee-jerk. So I I reserve the right to change my answer when I hear how good your guys' answers are. I love that it's the same exact question every year. And you both look at me like brand new information, Josh. (laughs) Well, first of all, I did not think about this in advance, even though I knew. Even though I think you texted us, hey, Think about your three, but looking at the list now, I feel like this is going to be a hard year because the couple that immediately <laughs> spring to my head, this is going to be like a draft where I, I want to get to them first because you two are going to steal I them. know, but I, we, it's, it's, oh, we do can't we take round each other's. Robin? Do we want to round Robin? Oh, okay. I, go, I still go first. Yeah. You get, we'll, we'll, we'll draft them one at a time. This yeah, is, this is a it. weird way to do you it. You guys but let's know make what I'm going to do. It's the, oh, it's I, it's the, the first only answer. answer you can have. 
Roland. I yeah. am. It's cheating. Honest we're gonna to God, get there. That's a bad call, I think. What? How so? Everyone who goes to the oh. tower with him <laughs> dies that's, and does not make it. That's maybe a that's good That's honestly, though, on brand for CM. You know what? That's true. <laughs> that's true. But a lot of people, actually, everyone who goes to the tower with him dies and comes back. Well, well I not mean. Everyone. Not everyone. Okay, how into spoilers are <laughs> right, we going to yeah. get? Because I have some feelings about that. I, well, I, Cuthbert would disagree. Listen, I, I just know Aww. that there are there are a lot of me's in different levels of the tower. We'll be fine. You can, yeah, can, but you that's not one. you. Yeah, it's me. Just me because it's you <laughs> in a different enough. universe doesn't mean it's you, you. Ben, I bet we're all good. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that was a lot of confidence, and I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Ben? Okay, so yeah, the, I was even going to ask, can we pick Roland? Because it seems like a, a cop-out. It a only bit. matters that someone gets to the tower and saves it. I'm just thinking about the whole universe, man. <laughs> so on. selfless. Sorry, ben. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I, I think I'm, I'm picking this choice up top because I think she's going to go quick. Lissy. Yeah. Lissy is a hard ass. Yep. It's a rock solid pick. Yeah. Uh she she's not she's not at gunslinger in the book, I think, but she has that same energy as uh Eddie and uh Susanna when they are first mm-hmm. drawn, where they are still people of our world, but they have that edge. There's something there that makes you go, they're going to they're going to kick some ass. By the end of the book, I think she's right there. I mean, she's kicked ass in two separate worlds already. Mm-hmm. So what's one more? Good pick. Good. Yes. I, uh, my first round, I'm going with Wolf right here and now. Mm. Yes. I think oh. that's a good one. Wolf's a, like he, <sighs> I mean, granted, we're going to have to figure out how the moon affects him in Midworld, but that's. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to hope you spend most of your time in Midworld. That's true. Because anytime you have to visit Keystone Earth, Mm. it's going to be a hindrance. I think that's that's a rough choice. We'll get him some nose plugs. Help help with the smell a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) But he's a solid companion. I'm going to go with Dorrance from Insomnia. Good choice. I think that he's got some... Some abilities and some insights that would be incredibly useful. That's a risky, a risky pick, that is. I think. Because we don't, okay, do y- y'all know, like, the online power scaling community? No. At no. all? So there's a bunch of nerds on the internet who uh, just argue about what fictional characters would win in a fight. Oh, yeah, like um, Superman versus Goku. Yeah, and it yeah. rules. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... The whole thing is like they will break down every single thing this character has ever done (laughs) in canon and be like, these are their feats. So they did this. So it means they are this strong. Man, I'm feeling like we're not so good at this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, Dorrance, like everything that he does is very mysterious and we don't really we get hinted at it. But if you are a member of the power scaling community, you're like, they're, they're, he doesn't have very many feats behind him. <laughs> he just kind of shows up and is spooky. But well, that, that aura has got to mean something. Oh, I agree. Yeah. There's a power there. I'm willing to roll the dice. I like to be surprised. And if you guys have enjoyed my first two picks, I'm going to blow you away with my third. (laughs) Unless one of us gets it. There's no way you will. No? No No way way. at all. Oh, this might affect my picks. (laughs) Are you going to try to get a deal? I'm going to try and pick the most random. (laughs) If you picked my pick... I, I would love you forever because you would understand me in a way that no human being ever could. <laughs> uh, High stakes, Ben. No, uh, I, I don't think. Because my next pick, I got to get at him because I really think, Josh, you're, I, I got to beat you to it. Oh, fuck. Dick Halloran. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> See? You did. You yeah, got it. It's yeah. he, easy. He's got The Shining and 
he fucks. <laughs> yeah. He sure I want to hang out with Dick Halloran. That'd be a good time. Right? He'd get you in some t- into some trouble, but in a good way. Yeah. I think I've got a pick that's going to surprise you guys. Yeah? Ollie Weeks. Mm, nice. Excellent. Uh, Ollie's good uh, under pressure. Yep. That's really important. We know he can wield a gun. Yep. Ooh, and we know yeah. he keeps a level head. We know he's seen some shit. He's hinted at some uh, battle hardness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think he'd be a go-to guy. Do you have a, a preference between book and movie, Ollie? Oh, that's a good question. I would go book. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Book Ollie has literal combat experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very like, true. It, in the movie, what is it? Because in the book, he's a, a Vietnam veteran. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in the movie, they're just like, I was a trick shot champion. Yeah, I was I was a state, sh- a state shot champion. Yeah, which is like great. That. Yeah. Cool. But, but it's not military experience. Yeah. Interesting that you picked someone from The Mist, because that's also my final pick. I'm going to pick the giant godlike creature that we're sleeping <laughs> in. Because... Fuck! One, two <laughs> steps on his back, and I am at the tower. <laughs> I'm you're right I never would have guessed that and I'm disappointed in myself (laughs) that is that is some quality outside the box thinking CM thank you but what about like the creatures feeding off of it the ecosystem you have to combat those things well I've got two gunslingers with me it'll be fine my my knee jerk reaction was like no (laughs) <laughs> no, it's a creature. It's a monster. But the Katet had oi. Sure. Yes. It, oh, my God. And if I had the relationship with, <laughs> with, with the God monster, with Bob that Jake has with oi. It's his name. With Bob. Bob, I Bob could, the mist god. Yeah, I could become the mist god. We could like. How high, how tall do you think that creature is in comparison to the height well, of the tower? That's why I said like we get there quick. Yeah. Wouldn't have to deal with the ecosystem for too long. <laughs> we all have our own ecosystem. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that is a fact about from science. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. But it's a crazy mist monster, <laughs> so I can't argue. Ben, who's your final round? Okay. Well, shit. Okay, so this one might be cheating a little. Well, we'll say either or, I guess. I got to remember their names. <laughs> <laughs> If we're dealing with uh, godlike entities, um, Clothos or the other Lachesis. one, Lachesis. Yeah. I was I trying really too, hard yeah. not to say the evil one because I don't remember <laughs> Atropos. Atropos, right? Uh, no, yeah, one of one of the little bald doctors. Mm. I think if we were working towards a common purpose, uh, they'd be cagey. But I think we could. I was going to say, I I understand your pick, and I thought about them too. You would have to really drag them along. Yeah, I think so. But, but it, it might be worth it. Having beings that are the that versed on like the weird multi dimensional travel of like up and down the levels of the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they can probably do some some wacky mm-hmm. stuff that could help out. Nice. Also, I want to see one of them with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were with them, you wouldn't have to sleep, so you could just walk basically 24 hours a day. Oh, I God, take it back. Cost. That sounds like <laughs> that is my personal hell. <laughs> You're going to have to find a way to bring over uh, Dick's Cadillac. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, for my final pick, you know what? I'm going Jack Torrance. Okay. Uh, okay. We've we've seen addicts recover on the journey before. True. Oh, you we, want it, him to have a redemption? Yes. Arc. Oh, Absolutely. you want to save him? Yes. Wow, what yeah. a heartfelt answer. I can save <laughs> I'm him. Touched. Yeah. I th- that, I'm this glad is you're Jack's not a girl. redemption arc. He'd be like, I can save him. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Yeah, guys, I can fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> can I ask you guys uh, what might be a weird dead end question? Of course. Okay, we do this every Christmas and mm. we've done it four times. And we always all have very interesting, I feel like, rationale for our picks. Who, okay, you guys knowing who we've all picked each time. If you had to pick to join somebody's team at this table, interesting. Who would you pick? 
uh, your team's out. Uh, it has a big crazy monster. Yeah. No, just any year. Well, just uh, in general. Well, so I would have say, to remember yeah, let's further moving, than a week ago. Let's say CM. moving forward next year, like you don't know who I'm going to pick, but you have to decide if you're going to stick yourself in my group or Josh's. It's elaborate, and okay. I'm into it. To I, for next year, done. I, okay. Well, I'm thinking the back just from what I remember. Uh, the two of your picks, CM, mm-hmm. that pop immediately to mind are a monster and Annie Wilkes. And so I picked I'm, Christine. You said a monster. <laughs> I, didn't you pick George Stark one year? Probably. Yeah, I'm going with Josh. <laughs> I guess that was an easy answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'm also going with me if it's any of the three of us. <laughs> I know what I'm capable of. All right, we are going to get to our first listener question. All right, this is from Topper Sasquatch on Instagram. Which story would you like to see as a musical or premise for a concept album? And if you pick concept album, you have to choose the artist. Jesus fucking Christ, this is a good question. <laughs> and this is open to anything. Anything, any, any anything we've works. ever covered. Or yeah, any King works. We don't have to have covered it. Oh, Rose Matter, concept album, because I'm not a huge fan of musicals. They freak me out. And <laughs> They freak you out? Like this isn't part of our Christmas discussion. <laughs> but I want to know more. Yeah, something about them, like puppets, just seems unnatural. <laughs> How do you feel about a Muppet Christmas Carol? No. <laughs> just no. Just no. All right, we're very different and, people, CM. And the artist that I would pick, I'm I'm kind of going to go with the first instinct here. I'm sure that there are many excellent options. King Woman. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I've never heard of them. King Woman is a very interesting band, and she has a beautiful voice. It's a doom metal band, and the album I'm thinking of, Celestial Blues, is described as an exploration of spiritual healing and survival that's been schlacked in a veneer of grungy malaise, heavy post-rock, and blissed-out darkness wrapped up in biblical allegory and set ablaze. Thank you, Pitchfork.com, for that amazing description. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah, wouldn't that be good with Rose Matter? That would be pretty kick-ass. Yeah, uh, that's a good a good pick. Uh <laughs> Mine is, I feel like only I would like it, but this is my answer. So it's for me. I want to see Christine as a rock opera. Fuck though. In the vein of of, uh, Repo, the genetic opera, like that over the top, that insane. I would hate that and I would watch it. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, obviously the car has to have a musical number, but the, I just, I want to see a car killing people on stage. I would <laughs> love it'd be so fucking cool. That sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> I I can just I have a perfect vision for a scene. It is where the the ghosts are appearing in the car <gasps> and as you know Arnie's driving have the car center stage pointed towards the audience. He's just sitting in there. Have some, it would be really easy to do, I would assume, some entrance inside the trunk of, inside the car that is not visible from the stage. But just as this song is going on, just dozens of people (laughs) climbing out of the car and joining the chorus of this song and filling in the, you know, as he's driving through neighborhoods and it's the 50s. Yeah, just like Dozens and dozens of people climbing out of Christine singing a song uh, in a doo-wop style. <laughs> I think that would be very cool. A me- the menacing drive through time mm-hmm. uh, overture. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be boring. No, I don't. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, it's cheating for me because this album already exists. I think I mentioned it in our uh, several times in our episodes. The the album Sunset Tree by the Mountain Goats just is <laughs> has some similarities to The Shining. Mm-hmm. It is a concept album about uh, John Darniel's relationship with his abusive stepfather, alcoholic stepfather. It is a beautiful, very sad album 
and it's fantastic. But if I have to pick an album that doesn't exist already, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of the Mountain Goats releasing a Stephen King concept album. It's, <laughs> making, me, it's making me so Rock angry hard. that it doesn't exist. I want to cry. <laughs> Them doing a, a Gunslinger album. Mm. Ooh, that would be a song, uh, An album about the Dark Tower. I would never listen to anything else. <laughs> you heard it, Mountain Goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're listening. <laughs> All right, we've got another listener question. Again, this is going to be open to anything. This is from Mitch Stevens 19 on Instagram. What sequel are we missing? Where does the sequel take the original story? Sorry, one second. I have to look uh, <laughs> at my library at, at CM's collection to remember. See, the problem with these questions is the second something like that is asked of me, I'm like, that is a great question. I don't remember a single book <laughs> I wish Stephen I... King has ever written. <laughs> oh, I got it. Get it. It. Oh, I hate this answer. It would be Cell. Why? You have my attention? Interesting. Hey, okay. Yes, because maybe a sequel would be more enjoyable to where, read. Where does it take the story? And it would tell us, like, what happens to this world after the events of the book. <laughs> that was very vague. That is, that is a very generic I, answer. It would continue the story in the sequel. I guess I, it would be interesting to see a sequel to that to see what happens to this new civilization. And, and to follow a, you know, quote, protagonist who is a phoner of some sort and to get the insight into what the experience of being turned over in that way was for them. If they grieve that old life, if they think this is better, just it's so many interesting questions there. I would love to read that book, but controversial opinion only if it was not written by Stephen King. Um, specific, not because I think it would be bad, but because there is another author that I think would do that premise fucking amazing. Who? Jeff Vandermeer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Jeff Vandermeer mm. writing a book about a hive mind from the mm -hmm. perspective of a worldwide hive mind after the, the world has ended and this new form of life has taken over. I would read the fuck out of that book. Yes. Um, oh, ben, thank you for making my answer cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. Uh, I can give my answer if you want more time. Yeah, sure. So if I could pick a sequel, I want a sequel to The Dark Half that covers from The Dark Half through Thad's suicide. You want more of Thad? Because we... Only because we continually in two separate books still mm -hmm. touch base with him after the fact. Yeah. I'm really interested if that end, uh, if let's say Pangborn's fear about Thad at the end of the dark half may have been warranted. Maybe Thad's suicide is because something else was finding a way through him. Maybe there's something more Ooh, to this. Yeah. Maybe it's huh. not all the way gone. Yeah, maybe he's just, he just keeps producing George Starks. Or even if it's not George Starks, what if it's just the fact that he, because he's made that connection open, like, Something else can come can through come him. Through, yeah. Which is giving me, like, revival vibes. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have an alternate one, too, that I don't like as much, but it'd be more action-y. Mm -hmm. And it's about, it's a sequel to The Mist mm. about a grown-up Billy surviving mm. in a uh, Last of Us style mm -hmm. fully society is all the way collapsed. The mist roams free kind of No, that's cool. I like that too. Both good. Ben, did you, did you figure it out? I did. <laughs> um, the, the longer walk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't uh, the sequel to that just a porno? <laughs> if you use the the alternate ending yes but uh no i would love to see a book that starts extremely similarly it is just another kid starting at the beginning of the long walk 
But then at a certain point, in the middle of the walk, revolution happens. Yeah! That'd be awesome. And how the walkers cope, how what they do in the midst of Mm -hmm. armed revolution. Important question. How far into the walk before the rebels attack? Yeah. Because that... That determines the state of mind all those people yeah, are going to be in too, and what they're willing and to how do. many have died already. Like how what's the what's the sunk cost of See, the long walk? The, the the way I would imagine it is, and the way it'd be really is like at the start, there's signs. There's a one random guy runs out of the crowd shouting revolutionary shit and gets shot in the head. Mm. And then as it goes on, there's rumbles, you know, through the crowd. And suddenly, as they they get to a part where, like, they, okay, here we go. They get to, like, the first long stretch where they're on the highway and there are no crowds. And they're talking about when they reach the next town. And maybe some people are like, I have friends in the next town that will be waiting for me. Mm -hmm. But then they hear noise in the distance. And when they get there, there's no one there. So they don't know that the revolution is happening. So they keep oh, going. That's Jesus. why it's a longer walk. It's and as it goes on, they start. So at one point, the Humvee that is tracking them just drives away, yeah. leaves them alone huh. without supervision. That would be terrifying. Who runs and who thinks it's a trick and keeps going? Hell yeah! That's awesome, man. Ben, you made me think of another one that's not as cool, but I want. I want your guys' opinion. Ben Richards crashes that plane. What happens next? (laughs) (laughs) At the last moment. The fall of the network. At the last moment, he jumped out of the plane. Oh, you think it was a, what what did Andy Wilkes call that? Oh, yeah, that's a (laughs) cheat. It's a cheat. It's a cock-a-doody cheat. It's a cock-a-doody cheat. Yeah, he 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 ch- was he, he was he had a, he had a he, he was slamming a Bud Light, giving the finger and <laughs> giving uh, the Stone Cold Stunner to the airplane. Yeah, <laughs> he he Chelios's and then uh, you think he's dead at the first one, but then he gets oh, his heart replaced by a uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> Sometimes you have to have sex on a racetrack. Anyway, uh, I love the Crank movie so much. It, they're, they're so, so bad and awesome. Oh, all right. Our last Instagram question uh, from Skinny Jeans and Denim Jackets on Instagram. If you could adopt one animal as a pet from the SK universe, which one would it be? We're all going to have the, yeah, same, it's answer. the same answer. It's the same answer. No. Obviously. Oh, God, no. What? No. What is wrong with you? Have you no heart? I have, I have the biggest heart. <laughs> I'm taking a Raider. Who? Nettie Cobb's dog. The corkscrew uh... to the floor. Oh. Okay, I'm thank taking you. Raider. Thank you for taking one for the team so Ben and I can share Oi. <laughs> yeah. Joint custody of Oi. I don't want my pet to talk back to me. What is wrong what? with you? I do a lot of shady shit. <laughs> <laughs> to your pets? No, just I don't want witnesses around that can <laughs> narc on me. Christ. If my pets were ever put under oath, I could be charged. <laughs> uh, runner up Zoltan. Yeah, uh, just because I've always wanted a pet raven. Honest to God, I thought Sam was going to go church. Uh, Big Oi, fluffy main coon. Oi is a cat, basically. Oi is very cat-like. Sure. To me. All right. I don't. Dude, <laughs> yeah. We haven't no, gotten fine. there, so you're you fine. don't know how much I care about Oi and what this creature means to me. How important this is. Yeah. I'm serious. I, no, All right. I absolutely <laughs> okay. All right. I totally get that. <laughs> I'm very excited. Have you ever had your heart broken? Yeah. <laughs> and then been punched in the dick? You don't even have a dick? No. Because every time I've been punched in the dick, my dick's been there. <laughs> Technicality. Uh, yeah. All right. It's time for our favorite section. It's Mary Fuck Kill time. <sighs> yeah. And I. I did Ben dirty last time. Every year. So every year. No, CM, you always do me dirty. CM, it's it's your turn mm-hmm. to have your it's own. Fuck Mary Kill. Someone's got to get Ma- done dirty. Mary Fuck Kill. Dilf edition. Dilf. Yeah. Ben got MILF edition last year, so you're getting Dilf edition this year. Your three are Jack Torrance, Morgan Sloat, and Ed Deepno. Oh my God. 
That's my dude. It is a, it is a, that is a tough stack. Oh, okay. This got it. sucks so bad. <laughs> no, no, I got it. Okay. I'm going to marry Ed Deepno because I, I, he, he's going to die in a plane crash. I'm going to put a big insurance policy on his head. Yep. That, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill Morgan Slope because, oh, I can't do anything else with that dude. And I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Jack Torrance. <laughs> he fucks. He fucks. For sure. <laughs> ben, one time you, you said the exact same words yeah, about, you're I think, right. Annie Wilkes. So don't yeah, do that. She freaky. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. Do you guys think my logic is? I, I think that sound. I think that's uh, the best Mary answer from those three. No, is uh, get out of there. It's a risky gambit. Um, he's because uh, I my well, main concern. Separate. My main concern was for you because two of the three put you in physical danger and do not like it. Yeah, but Morgan is so repulsive to me, and I I, I would take his his little toy, his little lightning. You can call it his penis. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you don't have to call it his little toy to us here in the podcast. I'm he knows. Even, we're gonna end. Yeah, on that. that's, that's too perfect. Let's go, <laughs> Ben. Yeah, do the thing. <laughs> Your three are Mrs. Carmody, oh, Christ, Dolores Claiborne, <laughs> and the woman in two seventeen. Oh, which? Hmm. You know which version? <laughs> Uh, so I can't even pretend that it's not kill Miss Carmody. <laughs> I, we're gonna get that out of the Just way, free and clear, right up top. Mm-hmm. Oh God! So you either have to marry or fuck the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have to marry or fuck a ghost. Um, and if you marry her, you have to live at the Overlook. <laughs> so I'm, I think this is an obvious choice, honestly. Uh, oh, God, Christ. It's so bad. <laughs> it is until you have to say the words out yeah, loud. I, I, That's how the game I, works. Because one of the choices is really obvious. I would I would marry Dolores because she deserves someone that treats her nice. Yeah, and, and she would be a good wife. She's a good yeah, wife, good mom. She's not Shoot her right. She's not going to push me down the stairs. No, like, you won't give her a reason to. Yeah, exactly. But then the 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 you saw how jelly that bathtub was. Oh, Ben! Why are you like this? (laughs) Hey, you can just fuck Miss Carmody, (laughs) but can you kill a ghost? Did you just back Ben into a corner? (laughs) You have to. My master plan. (laughs) It's finally happened. It's taken four years. I found the perfect combination. (laughs) Well, here's the (laughs) thing. The ghost is hot for the first part. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Does it have to be to completion? (laughs) Does he have to stick it out no matter what she does? Or how fast can he get the job done? (laughs) (laughs) I hate this game. (laughs) So is this really your choice? He hasn't locked it in yet. Uh, It was a bold move, committing to Mrs. Carmody on death so early before you mold it over. I can't. (laughs) I can't. Just take her up to the office. Just get it over with. Tom Jane will watch. Uh, uh, You could marry a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) What'd you pick? You're not getting out of it. (laughs) I, I think the listeners know what is in my heart. <laughs> He's gonna fuck that ghost. He's, Ben's gonna fuck that ghost. So <laughs> ben, I almost shot ben, coffee you, out of my nose. God you damn it. Nasty. <laughs> Sam, you're the only person who on the podcast has said you would fuck a ghost. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember which episode it was, but you made a very big point at saying, look, something you're going to find out about me. <laughs> you were very insistent that we know. I wish I remembered the context of that so I could <laughs> defend myself. Honest to God, glad you can't. <laughs> Alright, now it's time I teased it before. It's time for my brand new favorite game. Wait, you have to marry fuck kill. Right, hit me. D- wait, have we d- does Josh usually do these? Do we make one up at if the you, If, if we've never spot? done this to him, yeah. we are fools. Okay, <laughs> hold on. The first year you did it, you gave me all 
a, you gave me a strange conglomeration of men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, hold on. Take, oh, hold take your uh, headphones uh, off, Josh, and leave the room. <laughs> la, la, la. I ran, I, I ran out of songs. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. Oh, God. just go for it. I trust you. All right. It, uh, you look very confident. It's going to be all men again. <laughs> of course. But not. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I'm trying to imply anything about you, although I support you no matter what. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, but I'm just so in love with this idea. All right. Okay, Josh, Mary, fuck, kill. Wendy Torrance. Okay. Atropos. Okay. The long boy. <laughs> I'm definitely fucking the long boy. <laughs> I knew it. No, no question about it. That's. Uh... I just wanted. You to say I'm definitely fucking I'm long boy. I didn't know that's what I wanted. That was that. Well, the, I guess we can move on. That uh, I'm. Uh, I will. Um, I will. How is this a, d- a decision? All right. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I know it I'm seems like fu- I made it I'm easy, gonna fuck, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck the long boy, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to. Uh, marry Atropos and kill Wendy Torrance. <laughs> Atropos provides. He's you got are, a stash. I, I will be a kept man for the right price. <laughs> He's got a lot of He's money. Got, have you seen the piles of money he has? Baffling. Sugar daddy. Wow. I could get lost in that den of iniquity and props. <laughs> You're a bad person. I love theater. <laughs> and so the idea of having my own prop warehouse of morbid curiosities is just too much. It'd be a loveless marriage. I'm not trying to defend that part. And you, you just really want to kill a woman. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it's time for my favorite brand new game. Teased it at the top of the show. It's time for it to be your favorite game too. Welcome to the first edition of Well, Well, Well. <laughs> where we, because because this year, surprisingly, Wells have played a theme in three of our books. <laughs> so. Yes, Dolores Claiborne. Ranking from favorite to least favorite of your of uh your favorite scenes. A Joe falling down the well. Yep. Two, Roland climbing down a well. Or three, <laughs> Sparky being dumped down a well. Well, well, well. Jeez. Uh, uh, I uh, <laughs> You're really proud of this. <laughs> I really am. Happy for you, bud. Well, 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 then. The one that's <laughs> Jesus, it's not going to end. The one that's burned into my memory mm-hmm. because it's so unsettling, unsettling the way it's written is Joe. That is just a nightmare brought to life. So yeah. that's my favorite one. I think, yeah. And uh, we don't see Sparky's; we just hear about it. It's still interesting, but yeah, I, I'm picking Sparky's just because it has that air of like we don't need to see it. It's the circumstances, you know, you're safe. <laughs> the the circumstances around why a child is dumping his father right. down a well. <laughs> yeah, is it's dragging the body through the high snow yeah. into the well. Mm. It's pretty pretty dark. Josh, uh, I'm I'd go with Joe. The the uh, he's there and then he's not mm-hmm. is just too great. <laughs> I mean, Roland's is good too because he gets the jawbone. Well, yeah, that's the seller. Uh, yeah. Ro- Roland's is great because the whole time when he's like, oh, somebody oh, yeah, drops I a rock so, on me, yeah. I'm so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Very practical. Yeah. And, and that was well, well, well. I know. Honestly, fun game. Maybe first and last time. Um, <laughs> it would be weird uh, if it wasn't. Honestly, we'll find out. Because <laughs> if it ever comes up again, the game will be back. <laughs> I thought you have my word. Uh, let's get back to some more questions. Guys, Atropos is collecting you for the random. Mm. What keepsake does he take from you? My first edition copy of The Gunslinger. Mm. Oh, that's That a makes sense. Yeah, I would go find it. Well, you'll be dead. Mm. Well, that's the only <laughs> like way I can be if he takes that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, right at the moment, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say he's gonna probably take my Gix deck. Cause, uh, 
I, I've been pretty pretty happy with it. Okay, so I've I've gotten really into Magic the Gathering this year, uh, Commander specifically, listeners. Um, so uh, yeah, I just built a mono black deck with Gix Yogmoth Praetor as its commander. It's really cool. Anyway, <laughs> swap decks rule. Bottom line, it's called a black deck, <laughs> Josh. Um, I for, for me it would be uh, when I retired from burlesque after ten years. Uh, had my retirement show. Uh, they had a custom Funko Pop made of uh, the ghost of vaudeville, and so Hold on. that's so sweet. But also, your most prized possession is a replica of you. <laughs> Is that how? not on That's brand? So is that how it's can so that be a surprise? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm just so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It has a, a place yeah, of honor in my house. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Up next, the pool in Booyah Moon shows you a vision of your favorite childhood make believe game come to life. What do you see? What? <laughs> no okay one more time the pool of booyah moon shows yes. you a childhood memory that you would get lost in like oh. the, like the girl seeing the pirate ship uh, what is, what is from your childhood from your time of playing pretend what do you see in the waters you guys okay well it's gonna be a sad answer from Sam. i know i, I had a rough I <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, think about is... my childhood a whole bunch no this is dark i had a rough childhood i don't have <laughs> Happy memories of playing games. But when I'd go to visit my dad, he'd take me to my aunt and uncle's because I had a cousin my age, but he was a boy. So we weren't like playing anything, you know, girly. And for some reason, one year, as a young girl, I was really into the movie Hamburger Hill, which is a <laughs> war movie. Yup. It's very graphic. And so we would just reenact that. Jesus <laughs> And now, you know why I am. (laughs) Yeah, as a little, as a small child, your favorite game was playing Vietnam. It wasn't my favorite game. It's the only game available to me. That makes it favorite by default, I think. Oh boy. Uh okay to, to <laughs> Jesus. To uh lighten the mood, I'm going to tell a very hilariously embarrassing story that I've never told anyone before. Uh so when I was a small child, like kindergarten, first grade, uh there was this kid in my neighborhood growing up who was like my best friend slash only friend. And we on the playground or after school, we would hang out and we would play make-believe, you know? Um, and our favorite game was superheroes, uh, where we would... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, where we would make up our own uh, superheroes. Guys that we, you know, we would make up their powers and make up their costumes and... <laughs> The name of this game, because every game needs a name, wasn't just superheroes. We didn't have, like, a name for, like, the team of superheroes. No, we named it after what you did. The main draw of the game, which was creating or or making up your guys. <laughs> so, as a small child, my favorite game... <laughs> What's makeup, guys? And I have such specific memories of playing this game in my basement and like running around, jumping around, shooting lasers with our eyes and stuff. And my parents would be like, what are you kids up to? And I'd be like, we're playing makeup, guys. I can't imagine what my parents thought of me. Oh my God. It maybe says some things that I did not learn until my 30s. <laughs> That's terrific. Oh, Ben, I love that game so much. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. everybody, uh, make up your own guys at home and uh, send them in. I want to hear I want to hear your makeup, guys, please. <laughs> Oh, that's what we, if we ever do like a, an actual play game, that's what we call it character creation. <laughs> the makeup yeah, guys we episode. gotta make up our guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
<laughs> this is uh, kind of as nerdy a little bit. <laughs> uh, my friends and I had a game called Magic Kingdom, which was, uh, this is going to send, I'm going to preface this by saying this was like in the early 90s mm. that this game was happening. And so my friend and all of us would go to his house and he had an older brother who was a big musical theater guy. And we used to play Magic Kingdom, which was based off of the NES game, mm. Magical Kingdom, which is about uh, defeating the rides at Epcot Center in <laughs> Disneyland. At Epcot? Or is, no, is that... The dome is there. Is yes. that Epcot? Yeah. The dome's there. I don't know. <laughs> it's been years since I played Weird. it. Weird. The point was, we also had those... Uh, it was when Disney was releasing the, uh, like... Disney music volumes one to yep, all those. Yep, yep. Uh, and so the way we would play it was we were all right, strap in. We were in a world where all Disney characters could coexist uh-huh. and travel to the other worlds sure. from all the other mm-hmm. movies. And so we'd pick our characters from the movies, and then the older brother would always be the villain of that world and would sing the villain songs <laughs> when we would play. So, what you're saying is, as a child, you invented kingdoms. Yes! <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think the point of this entire game is to show how cool we all are. <laughs> And always have been. <laughs> That's that was my intention with the question. Okay, mine's the coolest. Was to reveal how cool. <laughs> I'm the only man at this table. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you were playing war games. We were playing makeup guys yeah. and Disney sing along. We are breaking gender norms tonight. Hell yeah, <laughs> we make a great team, guys. Uh, all right, um, back to our books from this year. Simple question, guys. Favorite death mm. from Ooh. all the books we've covered. Favorite death scene? Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, this is tough because favorite isn't the right <laughs> word. Because mine, in particular, <laughs> is a bummer. But Jake Chambers' death is the yeah. most iconic like moment in nearly the entire Dark Tower canon. Like, go then, there are other worlds than these. Yeah. I would tattoo that on my body. I I love it so dearly. The immediate, immediate first thought. I love that your death scene is a scene where we don't actually see the death. Yeah. That's cra- that's great. I love it. Sam, do you got one? Yeah, I'll go dark too. Wolf. Oh. Because it's so heart-wrenching. And I, I don't know, in a weird way, it almost feels respectful to this person who doesn't exist to pick his death because he he really gave his life for his friend mine uh disclosure because mine comes with uh a a bit of a an attachment because we were lovers (laughs) but the long boy killing jim dooley (laughs) is Such a great death. The the screaming for agony for eternity. Being folded into its mouth. Boy. Yeah. What that mouth do, long boy. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's why. For eternity. (laughs) You have to stop. I have to leave. You gave it to me. You asked me, CM. You asked me. I didn't want to facilitate that for you. What a wingman I am. Uh, Christ. <laughs> this is so upsetting. I just, I need it to be known you had all the power in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get to some would you rathers. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. All right. Uh, ben, we're going to go to you first. Would you rather travel from the depot through the blasted lands mm. or the way station with slow mutants? Mm. Those are all bad. Those they are. <laughs> Those are bad. Um Oh my god. Uh Oh, I should point out this was uh Michelle. Michelle Devane nah. asked this question. It, it's a good one. It's, it's great. A it's very a real good, good one. Uh cuz okay, my main my main concern is 
visibility. Mm. What is worse, not being able to see the monstrosities that are trying to kill you <laughs> or being able to see the monstrosities <laughs> that are trying to kill you? Depends on your fears, though, because in one, you're underground. Yeah, I, I, my, my, my knee-jerk reaction is the Blasted Lands because being in the dark and helpless mm-hmm. is much scarier feeling although in the blasted lance i'm not a fan of guns and you're gonna have to defend yourself (laughs) that is true what's waiting on the other side of each of these places though does that factor in um well in the question it's not like the question isn't putting you on the same journey as the characters they're just like you gotta go through here yeah but i mean you if you were on the train you you would end up yeah You'd end up in specific spots. I guess if it's not the same journey, who knows what would happen to yeah. you? Yeah. Well, being at the Black Hotel isn't like where you want to be. Although, if I can switch over, I, I could just flop over and be in California. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You would worse. flop over? Yeah. That's what, that's what Jack does, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. He's always yeah. flip flopping back and forth. <laughs> Flipping and flopping. Yeah, I guess Blasted Lands, but it, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> Sam? Yeah, it'd be the same. I think I, I need to see just the world i have like this phobia of being in cave systems mm, and that would just fair. freak me out and also there's a clear destination the train is actually going somewhere it's going to get there no matter what happens to you on it it is on a <laughs> oh, track and mm, there's just too much too many variables and too many unknowns mm. otherwise this happens i feel like every year i'm going waystation I don't have a problem with the dark or I, I'm, I, we've we've discussed my disappearing acts. <laughs> uh, claustrophobia does not affect mm-hmm. me. And I feel like kind of going to Ben's first point. I don't want to see what's coming. I want to I want to get that hand car. I want to pump like nobody's watching <laughs> and just power my way through head down. And then if oblivion comes, I'll never know until it's too late. <laughs> I I feel like in general, the slow mutants are probably less, slightly less dangerous. It's not the mutants that scare me. It's the cave. It's the cave. Yeah, and that's why. Sure. Yeah, because, yeah, that's probably a safer bet. Oh, I didn't even consider the radiation poisoning, too. Radiation everywhere, though. Also in the way station. Yeah. Uh, Michelle also gave us our uh, second would you rather. Would you rather, Sam, we're going to go to you first. Read a prequel about Roland's father, Stephen, and how he became a gunslinger. Yes. Or Phil Sawyer discovering the territories and possibly yes. other worlds. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with Phil Sawyer discovering the territories really? because I feel like we we know a lot more about the way gunslingers are. And we get a little bit of history of that. And I feel like I could probably guess with reasonable accuracy like what his journey was like and what kind of man he was so i'm not as interested in following that as i am like if you hadn't given me a choice and it was just would you like to read this like hell yeah (laughs) but to to know more about the the discovery of the territories and his journey doing that would be awesome the years before the fall of gilead it's hands (laughs) down uh and less about i it's less about learning about Roland's dad as it is uh, I my favorite Dark Tower book is Wizard and Glass because mm-hmm. just reading about the world yeah. pre midworld pre the world moving on I think is fascinating and learning more about learning more about the society in Gilead I feel like would be uh amazing mm-hmm. especially it like if you make it very clear that there's it, this is not a good guys versus bad guys thing yeah the the learning more about the moral grayness of of that world of this world with basically you know serfs and uh and lords and stuff would be really cool and throw in the crazy sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. gun stuff and I'm <laughs> a thousand percent in. Perfect. That book uh, hopefully will have a strong tie into Eyes of the Dragon. Really lock those, yes. lock those together. I thought I'd be alone on this, but um, I'd go Phil Sawyer. 
Mostly because while I do want to, like, the discovery of the territory is very, very fucking cool. I really want to see the, um, I'm a sucker for the best friends turn yeah. bitter rivals arc. Mm. Yeah. And I would love to see the Morgan Sloat that Phil defended mm-hmm. and watch him start to realize who Morgan really is and how the assassination ended up finally mm-hmm. taking place. Both good answers, yeah. guys. <laughs> G- great question, Michelle. All right, uh, Jared Hazelwood ha- is asking us to play Secret Santa again. So, pick your favorite mm-hmm. character from this year to give a present to, and your least favorite character to give a spite gift to. <laughs> Are there any stipulations this time? Uh, no, obviously no bullets to the head. Uh, bullets mm-hmm. to the head do not count as a gift. <laughs> they they, ha- they are actual gifts no matter how much you hate them. Okay, got one. All right. I would give Wendy Torrance two one-way tickets <laughs> to Hawaii. There it is. It, that was literally yes. my first thought Good. as well. Do you, have a, or do you want to do all of our goods and then all of our spites? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. Um, then in that case, uh, I'm, I'm going to try my best to find... Uh, not too expensive, but uh, as close to a genuine horn of eld as I possibly can. <laughs> and just give that to Roland. Uh, nice. I think he might need it later on. Uh, <laughs> it'd, it'd be nice for him to have it. Uh, I'm going to get Wolf some bib overalls. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to buy him some brand spanking new overalls. I would get Morgan Sloat a punch bowl. Punch bowl? Punch bowl says... I don't really care about you. (laughs) (laughs) I really expected a pun to slide out of there. And the fact that it was such an authentic answer makes it even better. I thought you were going to say a punch bowl because it sounds like punchable, which he is. Punch bowl to the penis. (laughs) (laughs) You can just call it his little lightning stick. Can I... Can I get Ed Deep now some antipsychotics? Yes. Is, is that a That gift? is a good answer. Yeah. I would love to give him some schizophrenia medicine. Good call. Uh, I'm going to give Mrs. Carmody a megaphone. <laughs> Honestly, no helmet this year from me. First year, somebody's not gotten a helmet from me as a gift. All right. And uh, Jared Hazelwood has one more question for us. And it is uh, we've been tasked. With another recasting. I love mm-hmm. these recastings. Mm-hmm. Sam, I'm going to be leaning on you on this. Right. Because we are recasting The Mist with Star Trek <gasps> characters. Oh, I'm out. Oh, and it is specifically you. characters as in this is like a holodeck performance of this movie. Okay. All right. All, right. all I have to do is look to the right. <laughs> Gazing at your wall of okay. action figures. I have a really good one for David. Okay. William Riker. Yeah. Because he's... David is passive, and Riker's not passive, but he is not the main guy. He's not the captain. He's the number one. Are you saying that Dan Miller is Picard? Yes! <laughs> yeah! I love, I love Picard not being a Holy main character. Shit. He's just there. <laughs> I I feel I, my knowledge of Star Trek is obviously nowhere near yours, so I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'd be... Interested to hear whether you agree with yes, me. Yes, hit me. Ollie Weeks is Data. I was going to say Ooh, that. nice. Right? Yes, absolutely, because he's the heart of the show. Mm-hmm. He's soft-spoken, but still competent. Yeah. Someone who's very competent and almost like, you know, Data, He's he doesn't technically have feelings. He's not a human, but he's, Josh, you're uh, lighting sorry, up. Sorry, I got one. I got no, one. yeah. I got yeah. one. Um, also, also, Ollie Weeks is a robot. Uh, Brent Norton is played by Q. I'm, yeah, yep. great. The head of the flat earthers. <laughs> I I would also I would make Amanda Dana Troy. Yeah, good call. That makes sense. Okay, this might be weird. I mean this in a like a good way because Waxana Troy, played by Majel Barrett Roddenberry, one of my favorite characters, but because of how controversial she was on the show, she's sort of like this this source of tension 
on the show, her character, which she pulls off beautifully, she is Mrs. Carmody. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who this uh, character is. I mean it in like the she's, most respectful way. She's Dana Troy's mother, and she's and, a, a giant fucking uh, bitch. Oh, okay. In I the know best who, way. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. so great. She's one of the best characters. Yeah. Ooh, who would be Worf? That's what I was trying to Billy. think of. Well, Billy. <laughs> I think Worf is, <laughs> uh, oh, no, that doesn't work. Well, he's, cause Worf is Worf what, a is security offer, uh, uh, yeah, he's, officer, right? I think he's McVeigh. And he's very, he's all about honor. He's a he's a Who rule governing the, the cook. Yeah. No, Worf wouldn't fall in with Carmody. <laughs> no, the cook would be a Borg. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So Does Worf have a place in this world? I don't know. Maybe Worf is a oh, character. Worf is um, Ambrose, the guy with the shotgun in his car. Yeah, <laughs> he he would be like, I can I can go take care like, of this. I'll house. fucking I'll go get it. I had one more that I wanted. Oh, Doctor Crusher. Who would be Dr. Crusher? Hattie Terman? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tasha Yar is Norm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Because she dies. I'm going to trust her. Oh, she, she, she dies, dies in the series. She dies uh, from a, a monster attack. A meaningless death. A meaningless death mm. from a ooze monster mm-hmm. that they never see. And it's a character that you're like, but so much potential there. Hmm. It's very fitting. Good job, Josh. All right, and we're going to end things with uh, a tradition we started last year. We are giving away this year's Big Steve Award. Big Steve Award being uh, a character that we didn't get as much of as we wanted, but their impact on the short time we had them was so cool, or we loved it so much we just wanted more of this character uh, and thought they deserved a spotlight shined on them, like Big Steve or Kojak from The Stand. So uh, here's how we're going to do this. If uh, if you have a nomination, we'll put our nominations up and then we'll just the three of us will vote and that'll be the winner of the Big Steve Award. Does anybody have a nominee? They'd like well, to put I had forward. a question before yeah. we do nominees. So the 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 premise is these are just characters we want more of, not necessarily characters that aren't already mainish characters. Right. Right. Maybe they deserved they deserved more maybe solo time or like they deserved okay. to have an epilogue where something cool happened. Then I, I definitely Just have an Remember answer. Big Steve. Do they give you Big Steve energy? <laughs> oh, okay, mine definitely okay. does. All right, you have a nominee? Lisey's sister, Amanda. She gives me a lot of Big Steve energy. Mm-hmm. And she did have a pretty active role, but I I feel like we could have had more sister camaraderie, bonding, kicking ass. Cool, cool. Ben? Uh, my, mine also is like not exactly what you would think of as a, a big Steve character, because when you think of this book, I would say he's one of the first things you think of. Uh, again, Dick Halloran. Mm-hmm. Um, for as important as he is to the story, he spends most of it in Florida. <laughs> Fucking though. And, and <laughs> I need that book. <laughs> You know what? Uh, My nominee is also going to be coming from The Shining. Uh, My nominee for the Big Steve Award is Howard Cottrell, the plow driver that pulls Dick Halloran out of the snow and like gives him his gloves and his jacket and then gets him hooked up with Mm -hmm. the the plow that he'll drive later. It it was the that short scene with him was just so cool. And the character was so awesome and likable (laughs) instantly. And it was just another character with the shining on this journey. I just loved Howard Cottrell. I thought he was great. Can I throw in an honorable mention? Hmm? Yeah, I got another one, too. (laughs) Steph Drayton. Mm. Oh, her side of the adventure. Mm. Yeah. Shit. Oh, that'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. Bet it wasn't very long. I don't know. I would love to see her like her. She has her own group. She's not at the house when David shows up. Ooh, like she went to a neighbor's to like. Yeah, yeah, technically, we don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mine. uh, uh, Oh, I got to think of his name. Uh, The the weed eater. Oh, from the gunslinger. Uh, um, Like, I want to say like Mort or something. Mort. Something in that. 
The weed eater is a good description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. The 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 guy who in the first town in the gunslinger it was uh, raised from the dead mm-hmm. by the man in black. I think just reading a story about people living <laughs> in the desert of Allie. midworld. Alley. We'll say that entire town. The whole town. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nort. I think Nort. 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 Yeah. Not Mort. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because Mort's in book two. Yeah, I, I think as frustrating as some people find the first Gunslinger, or the first Dark Tower book, I love it so much that I would have just read a novel about these people's lives mm-hmm. before Roland showed up and murdered everyone. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh... Let's see. Some good nominees. We've got some very good mm-hmm. nominees. Mm. Do you guys have your votes? Yeah. Yeah? All right, let's do it. CM? I'm going to vote for Dick. I, I I hate voting for my own pick, but yeah, Dick Halloran. Dick I, Halloran. <laughs> he's so great. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he got up to down there in Florida. I would love to see uh, him after just having adventures. And we've got the time between it, when he was in It and mm-hmm. The Overlook. Mm-hmm. So we already have uh, continuity for him yeah. that spans the King universe. God, a Dick Halloran book would be so fucking good. <laughs> I'd read the hell out of that. That is it for this episode, the special bonus episode of A Merry Dairy Christmas. For Joshua Kahn and Benjamin Graham, I'm CM Alexander. Wishing you <laughs> a merry dairy Christmas. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of Dairy Public Radio. As always, thank you for listening. Have a merry dairy Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>